You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes. Heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Welcome to Consignment Heroes. Good morning. We are here live at the Zoomerplex. We missed everybody last week. We uh, we had a, a Paul Kenny under the weather uh, last week. So, But we are here now live taking phone calls for your appraisals, for your items. Uh, at the top of the show, we always want to say, go get a pen. Go get a paper. Make sure they both work. We got a lot of information to give you. We got numbers. <clears throat> we got information on 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 China. We got information on toys, pottery, anything you want to call in about and get an appraisal on. Right now, we're giving live appraisals, and our phone lines are open. Uh, our number here right now, live, is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. That's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero and the toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero and if you want to call in about anything that you're sitting and wondering what the price or want an appraisal of or you know pottery coins sports memorabilia watches video games old cups and saucers anything that's kind of sitting around that you want to get appraisal of Read the entire list. You have a lot of things here. Like, you have, like, lunch pails, encyclopedias. Like, why? Like, encyclopedias? Well, I was going to tell those people. I think people don't even use those anymore. But, yeah, so that typically gives things more value when people don't use them anymore because people throw them out. Okay. So that's typically how things get value. Okay. But you should read the list because people, you got... They haven't even had a chance to get their pens and paper. And why? How could work paper not work? Okay. Well, I've used a lot of pens and they have not worked. They've let me down. Okay. But you don't know. Is it the pen or is it the paper? Because I use that pen on a different piece of paper and then the pen works. So, so you're gonna, you're who's working, this. who's not? Okay, you're going to read this late. You never work. <laughs> so, okay. I, we had a great week. The last week. I not w- last week, though. Last week we weren't here. So last week didn't exist. So we're talking yeah. about this week now. No, but I really had a great show planned if I hadn't been sick. Okay. Because we had a, we did a empty in the state down in Hamilton, did everything about it. We gardened. We got everything from a house that was unsaleable to completely saleable in seven days. Okay, this is what we do. That's a quick turnaround. Yes, we did everything. Like I say, we empty the house. We sell what can be sold. And these people here are going to get an extra probably, with the stuff we put in the lockers, probably an extra $20,000. Rather than just dumping everything in a dump, okay, because the idea here was to sell the house, okay? But we had to clean out the house and make it saleable. But some stuff had to be put to the refuse, but some stuff was saleable. We know the difference. It's, the, it's different from us and those guys that just bring a big bin, you fight, put everything into it, and all of a sudden all your everything's gone and all you've got is the house. We can actually make a little bit more money for the person. Like this people last week, we're probably gonna make them an extra 20, thousand dollars so if you're trying to if you're trying to move all that stuff out of your house or you're try, like even if you're not selling your house even if you just want to get all your contents and you just want to start over you want to get rid of those pianos you want to get rid of those organs you want to you want to get with those china dishes and but you want to make some money on it the number that you call is you you contact our store anywhere from monday to saturday our number is 905-737-4653 that's our number for our store in richmond hill you can also google us 
where uh, Toronto gold silver coins were in uh, at Young and Major McKenzie, and we're, we're there all the time. We're giving if you we give we provide that service. We provide the service for your items that you want to get rid of. You gonna let me finish my list? Uh, sorry, go go ahead. Okay, we sell what can be sold. Then we'll even move you to your new place if you have to need so that So you're going to physically carry somebody to their new place? No, no. We, we, we move the stuff that they don't want to sell, that they want to... If they're moving from a large estate to a condo, we will help with that as well. And we will help sell your house and get you a discount on it. So we do the complete package. We take the stress out of downsizing. I mean, you've lived in your house and we know it's tough. We actually know it's tough to let go of your collections, to let go of something that's been in your house in that corner of the room for 47 years. It's always been there as long as you've been there, but sometimes you do have to let it will not fit into your new condo. And that's what we do. We take the stress out of it. Okay, when you've decided you want to do this, we did we did this whole house and they were very happy. I want to give a shout out to my friend Dean at New to You in Hamilton. Okay, they they were new to you shop and we moved sold him some of the tools. So he has a lot of brand new tools there. He deals a lot with contractors and people like that who want tools. And he's at uh, 351 Main Street East, Main and East. And he's got a nice little shop there. They, they handled um, <coughs> old records, old DVDs, stuff that if, it's, if you've only got $20 worth of DVDs, you don't want me to go from Hamilton, I mean from Hamilton to Toronto to do this. He is a local person in Hamilton who can help you with that, and they sell the used tools as well at reasonable price, and they make sure everything works. Well, if you want to get a contact like that or you, you want to move on from some of the stuff that you have, our number here live right now is not uh four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. That's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. And the toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero seven four seven four zero. And that's to get all uh, any 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 information on any type of things like coins, sports memorabilia. Uh, toys, pottery, silver plates. In, in, like even if you want to know what we're buying for gold and silver, you can call it. Like a, a lot of people don't understand what they could be getting or what their their oh, yeah. items are valued at. So we give live appraisals of what they what it's worth. Like you know, someone walks into a store and they're like, "Hey, can I get?" Uh, they want to sell it, and then someone gives them such a low ball price, they might not know that is the best price they can get. Yeah. So you always preach about getting your second opinion spiel all the time. Well, no, but that's important. But like right now, like I say, if you've got uh, a silver dollar or four silver quarters before 1966, we're paying $9.83. If you've got 10 dimes before 1966, this is just a silver content in them. And I want to make this sure people know this because they'll go to a place and say, this is only a dollar, and uh, and they'll try and say, um, we'll give you $7 for it. The real price you should be getting for this is nine eighty three On 14 karat gold right now, and I get a copy of this down, even if you're not going to sell it this week, but have an idea. Cause, and you can phone us and ask us about it, but I want to tell people that 14 karat gold, 10, 10 karat gold, should be getting paid today around eighteen dollars and thirty cents per gram. Per gram, you gotta specify that. Some people don't like. What? What do you mean? My ring is eighteen dollars. No, you're saying per gram of the ring. So you do eighteen yeah. times the how weight. many grams yeah. it is. And fourteen carat. And you can copy this down as well because if someone goes and tries and give you fifteen dollars a carat on fourteen carat, you right. fifteen dollars per gram. You know it's wrong. We'll be paying today twenty five sixty six on fourteen carat. And we're paying thirty two ninety eight, almost thirty three dollars 
or 18 karat gold. So a lot of this sounds like gibberish to a lot of people, but it would say like for the majority of jewelry that people have, we would say 10 karat, 14 karat, 18 karat. It's typically the range that it goes from. Yeah. So when you're looking at a ring, it's most likely about 14 karat. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, it's a small ring, fits on one of my fingers. You know, how much roughly are we talking about here? Well, you're talking about, you know, it could potentially be a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, it depends grams. how thick thick the ring is or whatever. So you, you have to just weigh it and then that's how much we'll pay. Like there's no it's, ifs, buts around it. It's like, that's what the weight is. That's what the gold content is. And that's what we're going to pay you for. Yeah. So it's very simple. Well, no, but a lot of people try and make it some big thing. But we just say, know what you've got going in, and ask the and don't be afraid to ask. You can always ask us, how much did my ring weigh, or how much was this jewelry? How much? How what carat was it? And how did you come up with the price for me? Yeah, there's, there's a big difference. So, like, say you're going to buy a couch, you're not going to be like, okay, so what? Uh, what metal is this couch made of, or like, what? Like, maybe maybe the leather. You might ask about the leather or whatnot, but like, you're not going to ask like what 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 the metal was or what, like the what screws yeah. you used. But when it comes to silver and gold, like, there's no there's no like discrepancies here. Like, this is what it is. That's the weight. Yeah. That's what the content is. There's no going around that. So when people are kind of uh, naive and they're just kind of taking the price that's given to them, it, it it's bad because they're. They have everything given to them to get the top dollar. Yep. Sometimes just have the money offered to them, and they're like, ah, oh, well, you know, I'm here, or whatever. But it's like, hey, you walk across the street, you can get $200 more. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Oh, and like this week, I, we're, we're on the other side of a wall. There's another coin shop 50 feet north of us on the other side of this, the, the big wall they built. Not, they built. not north of us right now, north of our store in North Richmond of Hill. our store. Yeah. And in that store, people routinely, something, if they go in there and they've got fancy doors, you got to take your sunglasses off, you got to take your hat off, it's an automatic door, they have 30-odd people working there, I, we are blessed, we do not have their overhead, so we can offer a little bit more, but if someone sells them $5,000 in gold, $4,000 in gold, generally something we would pay 5000 for, Okay. Just on an ongoing basis. And if we don't, like if you go to both places, just take the higher amount. And don't go, don't bow to the high pressure that we're professional buyers. Sometimes being professional means you got to char they're charging more for it. Like what I'm saying is that get a second, you're right, get a second opinion, okay, if you're buying, going to sell your gold. And I don't take offense. If someone wants to go out of my place and get a second opinion, I let them do it every time. Okay, and I sometimes I encourage it because I know, but my neighbor pays twenty percent less than we do on an ongoing basis. Well, okay, does not seem like a deal to me. Well, I know it doesn't. It's not that, but some people are browbeating. Oh, they're saying, "Well, we're the highest price in town." Well, kind of like prove it. You know, let me go somewhere else and check it out. Well, this show is all about everything to do with that. Not just gold, not just silver. We're talking about your art. We're talking about your china, your silver plate, your toys, your pottery, everything you have. We will be able to give you a better assessment on what you think you have. Like you, it might be something like, okay, well, I know what this face value is or what, you know, some online company is trying to sell it for, but... There might be some defect or uniqueness to it that gives it some sort of astronomical value that you're not aware of. Well, so, okay, this week, everyone knows, I'm going to say this, and I've heard, people have heard me say this on this show. If it says collector, special collector's edition, special edition, number one, like right now there's a tool company coming out with a bunch of what they're calling collector tools. 
Okay, it's great if you want to buy a hammer and you want to buy that and you're going to use it. But the idea of buying these tools that are being put out today and they're going to be worth some money in our lifetimes is very, very low. If you're going to buy the tool and use it, it probably is a good tool. I have nothing against that. But the idea of taking that hammer home and never using it for the next 10 years and hoping that your grandkids are going to be able to sell it for a lot of money is not going to happen. Well, I thought okay. hammers are typically what you... Anyways, you should be using a hammer. You know? No, no, but my point is, this is it's an example of what comes out. Like the Royal Canadian Mint comes out with stuff and they're saying they're selling you one-tenth of an ounce of silver and they sell it for $200. You're never going to get your money back. But there's a company right now saying, oh, we have these collector tools. They're limited edition to, and you should be paying a lot of money for it. Please, if you're a wife, tell your husband not to do this. Do not buy these tools. Old tools, yes or no. Like, this is what happens. I'm going to shoot digress for a minute. It's because something oh, here like... here we go. No, no, no. But what happened was like with the sports card market is that old cards, they saw, oh, Mickey Mouse is worth $100,000. That means I should be buying the new collector cards and maybe they'll be worth money. No, Mickey Mouse is worth $100,000 because there's not a lot of them out there. And a lot, more, a lot more people want them than want to sell them. Same thing happened with comics, certain things that, and it happened, they come up with collector's editions and stuff like that. So they'll come up with another collect, a marketing company will come up with a collector card or a collector comic, and they say, I should be buying that and it's going to be worth money. It won't be worth money in your lifetime. Okay, do not, if you want to buy it and enjoy it, great, buy one. Do not buy 10 of them. Do not buy 20 of them or anything like that. Okay, well, you can always verify if it says collector's edition or anything like that. You know, you should always call um, Passionate Paul. He will tell you. He will tell you it's a collector edition. He'll tell you if it might have value or not. But right now, we're taking calls live at the Zoomerplex. If you want to contact us right now, and if you want to get an appraisal, or if you want to get some sort of information about what we were just talking about, collector editions, items like that, call us now at 416-360-0740. That's 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero, and the toll-free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And we'll be right back. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We are here live at the beautiful day at the Zoomerplex, taking your phone calls live. We missed last week. We are back this week. We are here for the hour listening to your items. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, we, we, we had a lot of rant for the last 20 minutes. Uh, people have been waiting on the line. They waited way too long. we got to get to them before they get upset. We are going to go to Rob in Toronto. Hey, Rob. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? 
I have some uh, 1897-1905 British stamps from South America. They're used stamps. I'd like to know if they have any value. No. Okay. Uh, Bogart, have you ever used a stamp? Uh, do you know what a stamp is? Ten years ago. Okay. My point is, we do take stamps. You can bring them into our store. Sometimes they will have value. Um, but as a general rule, um, there are no new stamp collectors entering the market. Okay? Uh, now, with stamps, I'm just going to say this. we do, People bring them in. We have an expert who comes in every 10 to 15 or 20 days when I accumulate some collections for them. Because you need specialized knowledge. Okay? okay. Most but 95% of accumulations are not worth anything. You have to get lucky with it, is the best way to put it. If you've just ripped a bunch of stamps off of envelopes and stuffed them into envelopes and then and accumulate them over the years, no. Most of the time, we have to go pre-World War II and then pre-World War I for even better stamps. Okay, now there are cases where um, there'll be errors made and things like that, but the chances of you having those are small, but that's why we need the expert, because he did find a $5,000 stamp one day, okay? But 90% of it is accumulations. Now, it's still not we're completely worthless. Like, you can have a whole bag of stamps. It could be worth $10. It could be worth 150 When I mean worth value, I'm talking about if something's worth, you know, $10,000, okay? But generally, the stamps are... Not good. I mean, if you were going to call me with those two stamps and you were calling me, you were going to come in from Brampton, say, to uh, Richmond Hill, I'd say don't pay the gas unless you've got something else. I'm trying to save your time and mine, okay? Yeah, yeah. So Thank- when is your expert coming in? No, you have to leave. My, I just accumulate for him and he comes in. He does this as a favor to me because he likes me. There are people out there in the world who like me, okay? All right. Thank you very much Thanks for the, for the call. call. We're going to go to uh, David in Toronto. Hey, David? Yes. Good morning. What do you Good have? Good morning. I have a, it's dated 1929, the ring. It's Boston Bruins when they won the Stanley Cup. It has a diamond on the front of it. Whoa. And, a, and, a, and a, the Stanley Cup on the side. It looks like a small diamond on the top of the Stanley Cup. Where'd you get it? I bought it at a, at a uh, what do you call it, a thrift store a while back. Oh, let me see. Okay, now. Oh, wow. It's quite heavy, and it's quite big. <laughs> okay, now, as long as it's not one of the repros that come out, but I'd love to see if it's a real diamond, if you checked it to be a real diamond, number one. Well, it's got all the colors in it when you hold it to the light, so okay. I think it is, yes. No, okay, we need an expert. Okay, here's where you need an expert and an expert. I'm one of the experts you need, and we need another one. to. We have a diamond tester in the store. I see. If mm-hmm. it's a 1920, I don't know if they gave away Stanley Cup rings back then. I don't know, what, it, but it's a ring, and it's definitely got that... Um, the their emblem from 1929 on it in that plasticky looking, but it's not plastic. I have other rings with it's it. It's, it is what they did in the 20s. You know what I mean? Oh no! That. If it's an old ring, this is. Um, please bring it in. We had. Um, I give you an idea. 1950s Toronto Maple Leaf ring, Stanley Cups were fifteen twenty thousand dollars. Is that right? Well, yeah. So this was if this was original, which I'm sure it is, because I can tell by the weight of it. It weighs like the old rings. It's not light. Okay, no. Bring now. There's a couple things. Here's some of the downfalls. What happens is that the most of the rings were made by Balfour and Jostens. And if if um, if the owner of the ring lost the ring, they would replace it. The replacement ring is worth less than the full, than the regular ring. Right. Now this. No, you should. Um, you should make an appointment to see me. You should give your number to Sebastian, my um, the producer here. We should talk about early this week because some of the big money who would buy this ring are available in town this week. Are they? 
Yes. Now, we're going to talk to someone else, but we have to verify it first. You want to go in and know what our ballpark is. And 19, like I say, if it's a 1929 ring... And it's kind of deco, the way they've written 1929 yeah, on it. Yeah, I'd love to see it. We have to verify. We can photo. Here's what we have to do. First, we find out it's a diamond. Number two, we find out. And sometimes they can replace that because the guy might have had hard times. Replaces it over the years. That's not a complete killer to the ring. Now, also, we have to find out, probably match it up to who, what player it's from. Um, I have a customer who flies in every twice a year from Boston and he collects mainly jerseys and all Boston Bruins stuff. Oh, okay? does he? Oh, yeah. It's a numbered ring, too. I notice it's got a number on it. Well, no, I want to see that. Then we can match it up to whose ring it is. Sir, you have got to call me. You've got to, and you've got to do it. I'm not trying to rush you, but if you'd, it'd be best if you did this by Wednesday. Okay? What is your number in Richmond Hill? Uh, six. I'm going to give you both my numbers. Um, nine. Bogart? Well, the, the store number, if you want to contact the store, it's 905-737-4653. And I'm going to give you my personal cell, which is 647-298-8989. I don't know. I do. It's yes. But this is a special case. And like I say, someone called me yesterday uh, who listened to our show last week, just caught the last part of it. And they have a Jackie Robinson signed ball. They now, do, eh? Oh, yeah, no, but the, here's the thing. I have to get it. I have the people who are coming in from the States to verify it. Before we do stuff like this, it has to be verified first, okay? Then we grade it for the condition it's in, and then we can ascertain what price it should be. We can get them to a range. Like what if would I, it be approximately if it is a real one, would you guess? I haven't heard a twenty-nine. I haven't heard an early Boston Bruin ring come up in years. I can get an answer for you by tomorrow. So ballpark, but though, ballpark at ten, twenty thousand, ten, twenty, easy, maybe more, maybe more. Uh, depending on what player it is, um, and a verification. Um, we're talking, we're talking five figures all I the see. time. It does have a cute kind of a little diamond on the top of the Stanley Cup, and then the diamond on the front is just littered with colors when you pull this over the I'm, 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 worried. I'm just hoping it's real. If it's real, we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, but let's see, and, and we'll test for the gold. We'll know by the gold. A couple of things we'll be able to test on verification. Will be the I don't gold think contract. it's gold. I think it's um, platinum. I don't think they would have used platinum back then, would they? Yes, it was. One of the ones on the Titanic, that rich guy that died on the Titanic, he was wearing a platinum ring with a yeah. diamond. Yeah, okay. This, I would like to see one way or the other for you to find out if it's real. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I'd like to know that. Yeah, and it'd be, uh, um, I have the right people this weekend that I can verify this that'll say, yes, I've seen this. Probably the one of the, the foremost experts, like I say, he's got jerseys. When should I call you? Because um, Monday, I, Tuesday, Wednesday, early. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and by then you can find out if there were rings. I'm sure there were, because this is really a heavy 20s type of ring. Yeah, no, that'll be part of it, because I know what the, the Leafs used to give away, belt buckles, uh, and the, 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 not everything was a ring, you know. And I'm actually going to have to check on this, mm -hmm. and I'm sure I've got a, I've a, one of my good friends, Glenn Pye, who I consult with a lot from Glory Days, can help me out with this later on this week, okay? Because to get to Richmond Hill, I no longer drive. I've given No, no, driving, this so. ring I'd come see. I would come and see. I don't care where this ring is, as long as you're not in Wawa, Ontario. Oh, no, it's just in uh, 
Western Road and 401. Okay, no, well, no. So, okay, so anyways, before we dedicate the whole show to this the, this ring. Um, if Why you wanna, is this important? If, uh, well, of course, always. Okay. But, uh, what, everyone's important. So uh, if you just want to hold on the line and uh, we'll grab your information so we can coordinate throughout the week. But um, uh, no, thanks for the call. That was that was awesome. Like, you know, a ring like that, like I don't know from the tw- from twenty nine. I haven't. I've never seen one like that. It, it sounds might, real, but at the same time, like it might you, be thirty. Uh, thirty oh, grand. Thirty grand. Well, you know what? Hey, that's that's one happy caller. I tell you that. Uh, but if you do want to get a appraisal or anything like that, right now, call us live at four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. That's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. And the toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven. Four zero, and we're gonna go to the next caller, uh, Kat- Catherine in Pickering, or is it Pickering and Catherine? Catherine, hang on a second. Bogart, this is why we do this show. Okay, it's for these kind of items. This is Canadian history. But Catherine, go on. I had oh, yes. to reprimand so my son here for a minute. Uh, I have four royal dolphin plates. Okay. Um, they're called. Their name is Shen Chi, the yep. artist. Yep. Yep. And there's Imperial Palace, um, Temple of Heaven, Lake of Mist, and, and Garden of Tranquility. They're plates that you hang on the wall. Yeah, I know. Uh, generally between ten and thirty-five dollars. You paid okay. about a hundred when you bought them. Um, but the problem is they're going the same way as the Royal Dalton figures. Okay. Yeah, you know, like I'm not. I, I don't want to sound bad to all because I know a lot of our listeners out there have the Daltons. They and they paid two hundred, three hundred dollars for the Royal Dalton figures. They're not worthless. But they're worth less than they were before because more people are trying to sell them than are trying to buy them. Yeah, and these are lovely, so I just was curious to the value. Yeah, no, no. Enjoy. You know something? Sometimes it's like, as I have the the two-hand thing. If I was on camera right now, you'd see in one hand, I'd have a stack of money, and on the other hand, I have your plates. At one point, you say, yes, I'd rather have the plates than the money, Mm -hmm. and the other one says, nah, nah, I'd rather have that money than those plates. And it's always that balance we try and come up with, and some people are forced to sell. And that's why we try and get them the most for it. But, no, you should enjoy this stuff. I mean, it's not ugly. No, no, they are gorgeous. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Those were were Royal Dalton plates? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I... People get some entertainment through Royal Dalton. I have never liked those things. You've always had a million of those, always creepy things sitting around. They're not, no, 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 but people collect them. I, I know. You collected a lot of them. There yes. was a lot of them. Okay, okay. <laughs> there was a lot of them. Um, but if you do have some Royal Daltons, my dad would be pleased to hear about it. Or anything with, you know, coins, pottery, toys, china, art, silver plate, silver, gold, whatever you have, you can call in Read and get an appraisal. The There's too many things. Okay, we, old telephones, we got costume jewelry, video games, old cups, saucers, comics, lunch pails, stamps. Well, as you can tell, the stamps didn't get much of a, wasn't much of a home run with those stamps, or at least doesn't sound like it. No, but we're an informative show. We try and help people out both ways. The stuff they think is not worth anything, we try and hopefully tell them it is. And sometimes they think something's worth the most and they're holding on to that for their grandkids, and they should be holding on to something else. Well, if you want to be part of this informative show, and if you want to get some information on any of these items that you have, right now we're taking calls live down here at the Zoomerplex on the Sunday nice morning at 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. And the toll-free number is one 740 Four zero, and we're gonna go to Steve in Woodstock. We have a special guest after the break. Okay, go ahead, Steve. So, Steve, are you there? Yep. It's Dave. 
Dave, I knew it. You know, how's it going, Dave? And end up, and I got an old uh, adding machine cash register. Okay. End up, and it's a Singham or Sangham or something it says on it. It's hard to end up and make out exactly what it is. Sango? Yep, that'd be a Sangham. Okay. Now, and metal? Want, plastic tin? Yeah, it's metal. It's all metal. It's very, very heavy, and it's got the it's got the handle on the side for ending up, and you push the buttons and end up push the handle down for ending up and adding stuff up, and I just wonder if it's worth anything. A lot of times they use them as props. Usually I, we sell them between $40, $50. The ones that are worth a lot of money are generally the big brass ones, the ones like the the, the corner, the, the uh, your uh, conf- corner store variety with the keys that you punch down and, and uh, it dings up and the numbers come up on the top, totally mechanical, weighs about 300 pounds. Those That's what are- this one is. <laughs> oh, okay. That's I- what it is. It weighs, it weighs a lot. Like <laughs> It takes it all I can to pick it up. Okay, no, no. The, and most and it's, of them are like national it's got, it's got a glass plate in the front of it. Says sing yep. them on it, and up, and it's got the buttons you push down one at a time, and crank handle on the side. Try between three to five hundred dollars. What they'll sell for? They're hard to ship. How's that? You can't Is sell. Right? They're hard to ship online. It's usually p- pickup only. Okay. <laughs> well, say, where's, they, you, where's the best place to go to end up and do something about this? Being oh, you're going to have to you have to call me and I have to uh, prepare my staff, and they're going to be mad at me no matter what. Um, we might actually just uh, the other place I bring that kind of stuff is out to Southworks Antique Mall in right. Cambridge. Yeah. Um, I have a booth out there. I would buy take it like that and and sell it out there. Um, right. The least amount of moving that either of us do is good here because, like you said, this thing weighs a lot. Oh, yeah. It weighs a lot. But the people at Southworks, um, they recycle. They've got like 25,000 square feet out there. It's uh, my one of my favorite places to find out what stuff's worth. Um, it's uh, You can call me. We can arrange to meet out there. I actually have to meet another doctor friend, a friend who brought in those uh, uh, dictaphone machines from a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no, it's actually a month ago now. Uh, we okay. haven't two months ago. Um, I have to meet up with him, and I'd be glad to meet up with you at the same time, and we'll work something out. How's that? That would be all right. Now, are you at Southwards Antiques on a Saturday or anything? No. Generally, I go there Wednesday or Thursday. On Saturday, they don't allow dealers in there because we get in the in the way of the public. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? It's a very busy mall. It's actually an experience. Anyone there, for a day out, it's something you ought to be doing. It's like... Right. Um, it's free, the free parking. You get to recapture your childhood at vastly inflated price. That told you not to give your your phone number out because now you got people calling during the show. During the show. Okay. Now I end up with what I'm saying is if I took it down to Southward Antiques, could I leave it there for you to look at? Uh, they would probably do that for me, yeah. Well, they, they okay, that well hold on. Before we start like get, getting hernia in places we don't want to, what <clears throat> what prices are we talking about on this thing? I'd have to see it, but if it, is it working? Well, I end up and the handle comes down, the end up and the thing comes up. Like I said, there's no paper in it or anything, but all the keys and everything pushed down. The crank handle comes down. Do you know what you got to do? Everything, everything seems to work. You got a cell phone, right? Yep. You can take pictures on it? Do you have grandkids uh, yeah, who can, can tell you how to do it? Okay, good. On Send me a picture. To that, send me a picture. Send me a picture, and we'll okay, start now from I, there. Do I send that picture to the Saint to the Saint to the nine zero five seven three seven? No, you have to send seven? it to uh, six four seven. Uh, hang on a minute. Yeah, and again, giving you your personal number. So I know. Just don't, uh, well, I'm trying to cut to the chase here. I'm okay, six four seven. I got that down. Two nine eight. Two nine eight. Eight nine eight nine. Eight nine. 
and I'll take a look at it. Don't send it right now. I'm all jammed up, but I will. Yeah, take well, I'm at work anyhow, so I'll end up, and I'd have to take pictures when I get home and everything. And so send send the pictures to six four seven two nine eight nine eight two nine eight eight nine eight nine. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Well, if you. Uh, do have anything like that, and you want to get an appraisal on right now? You we have we have art anything art china silver plate toys pottery apparently old cash registers pianos you know pianos I never like those things but if you do want to get an appraisal if you want to talk to us about things that you've had in the family over years or if you have friends with items of that they think has value for years and you just want to kind of put it to them or if you want to just find out right now you can call us live at 416-360-0740 that's 416-360-0740 and the toll free number is 1-866-740-4740 and we'll be right back have we got Steve then? Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com. And be a hero like me. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love from scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We are here live at Zoomerplex taking your phone calls and giving you appraisals about things that you have, items that you have. We are intrigued of anything that you do have. Speaking of which, we got to get to the phone lines. Uh, Donna and Pickering has been waiting patiently. Hi. Hi, Donna. What do you have? Actually, I have um, this hockey uh, signed a picture of Terry Sawchuk. Ooh, okay. And um, uh, the envelope had came in and a letter that he wrote to my husband when my husband was in the sanitarium. Wow. Yeah. Now, it's on a letter. Was, now, is it a typed letter or a handwritten letter? Handwritten. From Terry? Yes. Thousand bucks, and his address is on the top. Did you just uh, drop thousand dollars casually like that? No, that's it. Would be worth easily probably between five hundred and a thousand dollars. We'd have to get it verified. Uh-huh. Uh, I can do that this week. Um, oh. That would be uh, that. It might even be more because uh, a full letter from Terry Sawchuk. I haven't seen one of those in a long time, and full letters are always. The best is sometimes is like an 8 to by 10 picture. People like that. Yeah. Letters are the best. And then at the bottom of the line, you have what are called cuts, where it's on like a 3 by 5 card or something like that. Well, actually, it's on the ba- It's a postcard on the back. And then he writes to my pal Gerald, Terry Chuck on it. Yeah. Oh, and then and the letter. If the letter was done by him, not by a sec- by someone out of the LEAF organization, um, I'm, I'd have to see this. But mm-hmm. my guesses would be between five hundred and one thousand dollars. Okay, I also have a picture of uh, Maurice Richard. Okay, that was sent to my husband. 
Now, depending on what the picture is and if he signed it, Maurice was a nice, good signer, and he was up here in Toronto many times. Yes. His signature goes between 50 and $150. Yeah, and on the back, he, he has a little note for Gerald on the back. If it's handwritten again by him, that commit that adds always that it's a story. You know what I mean? I talk how many times on the show here I talk about you've got the object and you got the story. And the yes. story sometimes will make the object twice as valuable or even better because people love the stories. But he did sign it himself. Yeah. Uh but Morris Richard was a good signer and uh um, yes, I'd be interested in both. One, the Morris Richard, I don't have to verify. I'd probably see, I know his autograph, and it's, the value of it would not be, you don't have to get it signed. I mean, get it um, uh, verified. The Terry Sawchuk has to be verified. Okay, okay. so that, that's good news, though, like $500 to $1,000 for something that you didn't necessarily know what the value was, or you, maybe it was more than you thought or less than you thought, but there's a little bit of an idea of what it's yeah, worth, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, Thank okay. you very much. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Bye. Um, we're going to go to Roberta in Peterborough. Hi, Roberta. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Fantastic. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Um, I have uh, some 45s of Elvis Presley's uh, Jailhouse Rock. Okay. And um, the EPA uh, 4114. It's the RCA Victor, though. These are the EPs, right? There's like yes. four songs on a four. It's the size of a 45, yeah. but it's an EP. Like, Ah, right. It speeds it. It goes at 33 and a third. Um, right. Depend down. Do you have the cover to go with it? I do. I have two of them. Ah, okay. The covers, they can range anywhere between 25 and $300, depending on okay. the songs, uh, which version it is. Uh, it was, Jailhouse uh, Rock. Oh, no, but there's different versions of Jailhouse oh, Rock. I uh, what I do when I, with this is I'll go to Discogs, and um, it's another service online where I can actually verify which one it is. Uh, in some songs, I know we're going not the same as um, Elvis, but like Madonna, is mm-hmm. there are 1,900 of the same song, you okay. know, by different people, not different people, different companies that did it or different variations in different countries. Uh, back mm-hmm. then, it wouldn't be as much, but I'd have to see it. You give me the number tomorrow, I can check on Discogs for you, or you can go yourself. And what we do is match up the condition of it, uh, the... The dust cover is worth as much as the record is, right? and mm-hmm. it'll depend on which one. Some ones were done promo-wise, and some were done for general distribution, and some were done for jukebox, not EPs, but like some records were made just for jukeboxes, right. okay? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's a nice item. Elvis, Elvis lives still in the hearts of a lot of people. Absolutely. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Okay, I got, and also I have Love Me Tender with Elvis, EPA, yep. 4006, and yep. that's, um, what do you call it? Forty-five or thirty-three and a third. Yeah, the kids right now, mainly what the big resurgence in the album market is for uh, uh, the LPs, and um, but there's a strong collector um, uh, group that collects Elvis. So I don't, I'm not worried about the price on what you. Okay, got on so that. what, what generally, what's the price on those? Between, like? between twenty-five and three hundred. Okay, well, not the worst. I have you to could... see which one, see the condition, see how many scuffs on it. Like, see, it is a case of actually seeing it. Okay. Okay. Well, Thank you very much for the call. I have, I have those one are... other thing. To yeah, you. she's got a lot of things. Um, okay. No, just, just two. Um, I have uh, postcards or uh, autograph pictures signed by Lana Turner okay. and Dorothy Lamour, sent to my husband's uncle in nineteen forty-four and forty-five. Okay. One's from Hollywood, and the other one's from Culvert City. Okay. Uh, Envelopes, stamps, and pictures. Okay, here's a problem with these. Okay, now, is a difference when you get a collection in, with autographs, 
uh, Dorothy Lamour, 1940s, or uh, who else you said? Lana Turner. Lana Turner, huge stars, huge stars. They were. And they would get several thousand requests per day. And a lot of the times they would not do their own autographs. And no, they'd be done by pretty, secretaries. Okay. Yeah, it looks pretty done by secretaries. <laughs> yeah. And this is where, again, I go back to my um, uh, these people that we verify the autographs on. They will tell you if an autograph is done by uh, Babe Ruth or Babe Ruth's sister. They'll tell you if it's a secretary done by John F. Kennedy or if it's done by a secretary. Right. And this is where the big difference is because some of them didn't sign, okay? Right. And you really have to get them verified. But it's, here's the choice is that if the autograph's only worth $50, you don't want to spend $50 doing it. Like someone yesterday called me, and I'm going to go, they have a Jackie Robbins I mentioned earlier on the show. Yes, it's right. a ball. Now, this ball's worth twelve to $2,500, okay? Right. Depending on how, uh, first of all, if it's verified, and, but being worth that money and what the condition of the autograph is. Unfortunately, they have a second autograph on the ball, and that actually hurts it. Now, here's what we have to do. So this ball is going to cost between $150 to $200 to verify. Now, you wouldn't want to spend $200 on a $100 autograph. But when an autograph's worth between 1000 to $2,000, then you don't mind spending the money. You know what I mean? Correct. So this is where... Um, you have to you you use us. We tell you this is what your final price is going to be on it. But your Lana Turner stuff, ninety nine percent of those are uh, secretary ones, unless you got it personally, and and uh, well, when they were here well, or something. Okay, yeah. well, I came in the mail to private Foster, but nah, you know something. I'm just saying wartime stuff. Mm-hmm. They they try to be nice and but they they're just overwhelmed. They're just the numbers they can't do that many autographs. Well, that well, there's a lot of autographs there, but there's a there's a lowdown on you know when things need to be checked out. They got to be verified, even yeah. though, so like well, most people that have autographs are kind of usually in denial. Like well, when we say like hey, you know that's a secretary autograph, they're kind of like oh no 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 way like blah blah blah. But then once you you know get the professional authentication for it, then it starts to sink in a little bit more, and the value actually becomes there. Okay. Now, before we go on to the next caller, I have to do this. We have a full board. I know we have a full board, and that's why I'm sorry about this, but I have to give a shout-out to the show that's coming up. We talk about sports memorabilia this weekend. This weekend, um, they have uh, the Sports Card Expo is on. In uh, We're trying to get a hold of this. Um, we were going to have an interview with um, the uh, owner of the show, but I want to make sure that people know this is a place where you get to meet the stars up. Martin Berdour is going to be there, Martin St. Louis, Darcy Tucker, um, Steve Thomas, El Balfour, Bobby Hull is going to be there. You, you know we have a picture at home with your older yeah, sister and Bobby Hull on it, okay? They have, um, they're also Frank Thomas, Steve Carlton, but I want to mention this, is they've got all the Leafs. So where, where is it though? I want to say this in a minute, but I want to, I'm trying to build up the story first. Bobby Pulford, Mike Walton, Brian Conacher, all... Larry Jeffrey, Bobby Bond, and Eddie Shack. I've got Shack stories I'd love to sell, tell, and I know a lot of our listeners have them as well. This is going to be at the um, International Center at uh, in just by the airport. Okay, so okay. Mississauga, yeah. November 9th to 11th. I was hoping he would call, uh, I would, that we'd be able to talk, and I'd be able to ask all these questions. But we're, we're, uh, we did it last year. We might be there going again this year. But we can help. This is where all the sports people get together. It can be overwhelming. 
if I was set up, I don't ask people to bring collections there because it's too busy a show for me to give it. I'd have to give it a short shift. Unless something is one autograph, then I can do it right away. But this is something that uh, um, where all the sports people, but or if you want to get a special gift for a special person in your family who happens to be a Leaf fan or a Montreal fan or a Chicago fan, like you can get Jeremy Roenick, Bobby Hull, and El Belfort. Ed oh, Belfort, that's okay? pretty cool. You've got uh, Dave Reed's there. Frank Thomas is there. Thurman Thomas is there. Okay, Steve Carlton. These, the, the autographs cost a bit of money, but Andre Dawson, Ozzie Smith, and Wade Boggs. These are the guys that you saw them play, but you never got to get an autograph. You don't get to get up there. But if you've got a, a, a father or a brother or a grandfather who's a Wade Boggs fan, I was a big father. He could hit everything, okay? I'm sold. I won't be there, but I'm sold. Yeah. Uh, now, can we get back to the phone lines? We'll get back to the phone lines. Okay, you done? Okay. Uh, we're going to go to Allison in North York. Good morning. Good morning, Allison. What do you have for us today? I have a 1913 George V. In my day, they used to call it a Willie Penny, which is one penny. Yep. And it's a G, a Great Britain, and it's a G-R-A Brit. O-M-N. Rex F-I-D-I. Okay. Now, the difference between Great Britain and Canada, if it was a Canadian penny uh, from that 1913, only worth a couple dollars. Even in Great Britain, because their coins go back a lot further, this coin, if it's even in really good shape, it's only worth a couple dollars. Because there's a lot of them out there. But it's so old. It 1913. Old doesn't... Old in Great Britain, I've got coins from 17... You can buy a coin. I've got a coin from 1797. Great Britain, two pennies, and it's worth 20 bucks. 20 bucks. So 200 years older. Almost 200 <laughs> years older. And it's yeah, 20 no, bucks. no. Age is not always the thing. It has to be... It's a case of supply and demand. And they had a lot of it. Now, the other thing about the Great Britain money is that they've, demon they've demonetized all that money. They've gone over to uh, um, the, the decimal sense and all that. So they all those pennies and stuff, you can't even bring them to the bank and spend them over there anymore. Okay? Mm -hmm. So they a lot of them would come out. Um, so once they did that, you can buy like a ton of pennies. You can buy 500 pennies for... You know, $150. Really? Okay. Yeah, well, so, so there's not, so being that it's still old, but it's not old for that type of, you yeah. Know, and this is where the problem, a lot of people can make that mistake. They say just because something old is worth a lot of money. There's other stuff. Um, I'd rather have a postcard from 1913. I'd rather have a baseball card from 1913. We have a set of hockey cards right now from 1913 worth $10,000. Okay. So the sad news is it's just a couple bucks? Yes. Well, a couple bucks is better than a penny. Right? Yes. Yes, I've had it from when I was a little girl. No, so the memories are good and the story is good, and it's something you give to your grandkids or something like that. Because And tell them the story. Tell them the story because you're not giving something great, but I'll bet you can have a great story behind it and how long you've had it. How's that? Okay? Well, thanks for the call. Like, the, I, a ni 1913, when people think of things from the 19, like 1913 or that time period, they typically think it's old, even if it's something else, maybe not a currency, but, you know, toys or whatever. If right? you had a bill from, uh, uh, like a Toronto, if you had a Canadian bill between 1890 and 1923, um, they're generally worth you know, $20, $30, $50, $100, $200. So what about a 1913 Canadian penny? Uh, it's worth $2. Two dollars. Okay, so that apparently is the going rate. So if you find a penny, yeah, you know what it is worth. Two dollars. No, but if you they want the older ones, they can. The pennies can go higher, 
But certain years, they made a lot of them. Isn't a penny worth, what, three cents now in copper weight or two and a half cents? Those are worth about three cents. What, which ones? No, no, I'm saying, I'll say, what are the, the current ones right now? They still no, use nothing. copper. No, they don't use copper. To what, use... what year did they stop using copper? 1996, ni- the late 90s. Okay, so if you have a, what, a, a penny from, what, the late it's 90s, it's worth about two cents. Yeah. Hey, that, that's, that's going to doubling your money. Isn't that what it's about? 100% markup? No, no. No? I, I would say so. What about someone with jars of pennies? If, suppose you had a bill from 1954. Okay. okay. And people have them, and they've saved it from a $1,000 bill from 1954. Well, it's worth about $2,000. That is double your money. But if you'd left that money in the bank, earning interest since 1954, it'd probably be worth 15000 Okay. Well, I, we don't know it's where to invest. It's not a good investment. We're not good. We don't, we don't give the best investment advice. But, you know, apparently in, in 1954, you could give them invest, investment yeah. advice. Put in the bank. Uh, we are going to uh, Barbara in Scarborough. Hey, hey, Barbara. Hi. Hi, Barbara. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for picking up my call. Of course. Uh, I have a set of vases that I purchased at um, uh, an auction in Keswick, I think about 20 years ago, maybe. Okay. And uh, I, uh, we had planned on moving, and we're not. So I'm trying to downsize, and I would just like some idea uh if, you know, if these vases are worth anything or not, and uh, then I um, know made what to do with them. Who made them? Uh, well, I'm having uh, trouble finding out uh, if they're... At first thought, I thought they were Oriental, and I have spoken to some Asian people, and they said, no, they're not. And okay. There, there is a stamp on each of uh, the vases at the bottom. It's not uh, engraved. It's been stamped after after it's been made okay okay and it's the it looks like it's all blue and white and it's um porcelain i believe and repros it's like a dwelling and there it looks like a uh the middle there's uh people playing instruments okay i I don't know what it is and then there's people with uh well, here, I'm going to go to be general here for a minute. Now, okay. in the 1970s, 80s, and 90s, because antiques were all the rage. And people <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. In, in, the okay, 70s, okay. <laughs> in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and what happened was a lot of reproduction places started making the newer stuff, and the auction houses had a hard time getting genuine antiques. So they would import ant stuff to look that looks similar to this stuff. Okay. okay. And a lot of people got fooled. They say, oh, this vase, if it was a genuine uh, Ming Dynasty, is worth $2,000. At $20, this is a really good deal. They are what are called decorative, okay? Okay. Now, if you use it to decorate and had fun with it and it did its, did its job as being a vase and you had flowers in it and just enjoy it and hopefully you didn't pay a lot of money. A lot of times when we go to houses, they'll have, like last night I was in a place and they had a lot of, uh, they had one nice, one nice picture, okay? Okay. And, and it, but the other, some of the other items were not as nice, okay? Or if okay. you bought them at auctions, they were meant to fool people, okay? okay. And you paid good money because they would get make it made. I mean, they've been making stuff, cheap stuff in China for hundreds of years, okay? Yeah. And what they do is they bring it over here. It's made to look old, 
and reproductions, and people bought it thinking it's old, and they bring it to me. And I, a lot of times this happens. Someone will bring me something, and I'll say, the, if you've got grandkids, they're older than this piece. You know what I mean? Right. And, I'll say, and, this right. Is, and it's, the reproduction pieces are worth just decorative. They're worth $20, $5, $3, and they're, really? not, worth, and they're not worth handling in most cases. Okay. And I, I don't, this is not, I'm never, it's not my job to make people feel bad, but I try no, and be no, I, straight I, ahead. You know what I mean? You're not m- making me feel bad. You're making me feel good because I've got these vases sitting there trying to figure out what to do with them. And the uh, Antique Roadshow said that they would give me appraisal, but they would charge me $100. No, no don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Do don't that. do it. I'm, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because I don't think I paid over $100. I would... I always had a limit when we went to auctions. So if it's one or two items, just go to the net. Just try and find it on the net. But if oh, you can't I've, find I've the name, looking. okay. And sometimes I'll know right away. You see, there there are a number of us out there. There we try and be honest, and mm-hmm. people get not mad, but they, we try and give them the right view. We try and say this is not what you think it is. Well, this okay. is too too. New. Well, you'll like if you were to bring it into our store, we, my dad would definitely give you a free appraisal. Like it, it yeah. wouldn't we wouldn't be like charge you for something like this. No. That's ridiculous. I do. Really? Ch- yeah, yeah, no, we do. If it's if I'm doing a whole downsize, and because the first half hour when we go to people's houses when they're downsizing and right. downsizing, generally if they're going to move and stuff like that, the first half hour is always free. It's like I say, this is where I get. If I tell you you need my help, or I tell people, and I've told people, says you don't need me. I says here, do right? this, this, yeah. this, and this. Like, you do not need me. Well, if you're spending over half an hour, it's definitely going to be worth yeah. their time to invest in it anyway. But it's like you know, at the beginning, it's like no, we're we're coming here. Everyone's trying to trying to make some money, but at the same time, there's a certain. They're, they're, you have to be able to do it so they understand. Because yeah. it's a, it, when you have a bunch of twenty dollars items, you can't charge a hundred dollars. If you have like a hundred thousand, you know, ten thousand, thousand, whatever, then it then it's a little bit more appropriate. But we still don't even charge for but that. We have to. Right. Oh, well, that that that's very kind of you. <laughs> of course, so bring no, it but in. But now I have oh, now wait, I have wait. to I have to let you go because we have to try and pay okay. the sponsors. Okay. <laughs> No, no, no. You're uh, we're in Richmond Hill. We're at ten thousand three forty one Young Street in Richmond Hill, just north of Major McKenzie. We're at Unit Two. We're beside that really big coin place. That's not us. Don't go in there. That's not us. We're right across from it. No, you can go in there if you want, but always come back, come to us next because we'll always give you a better price. Well, we some people don't want to make extra. Okay, so what? what, I got pictures on now because people can live stream us. We didn't even mention that at the beginning. This is a wrong at, time. At zoomer.ca. Yeah, it's way too late in the show. But next week, you can do it. The following weeks from 11 to 12 o'clock, yeah. that's when our show is not 1 to 2 like it used to be. It's from 11 to 12. You can live stream us at zoomer.ca. And you can podcast us. Right now, I've got these are things that people don't know. I brought some stuff in. If you have these at home, these are actual silver. This is the Olympic set. So what it's showing is Olympic silver sterling coins. That's yes. what it is. Well, you're not showing the coins, but that that's the point. The people package. have them. Yeah, they're they're about, about hundred bucks. There's about four or five coins in there. Eighty five dollars. Eighty five dollars. Four point three two ounces. And these are when we talk about slab coins. See us. If you have autographs, this is the week to talk to me about getting them verified. Okay, so come into the store, 10341 Young Street. Or call us. And the number we have is 905-737-4653. We're Toronto Gold Silver Coins in Richmond Hill. And if you're downsizing, please call us before you do it. Thank Robert, you for listening. Thanks for coming in.